wish Grogu would stop hacking the show to play his diss tracks to Bo-Katan or whatever that is. But uh, yeah, today we got some uh, Star Wars news um, about uh, Andor, uh, Lindelof, and we got the As a Truth about that that game. So if you have any misconceptions, As a Truth is going to come down and tell you to shut your face. And and here's what's going on. So as, hey guys, as politely I'm, as possible. And <laughs> Bestman's here, pulling out the full George Costanza, which I appreciate. As always, got, as always. And Paul, we got Paul with comic books. Got some comic books over there. Hi, I like comic books. <laughs> all right, so, yeah. I'll just get right right into it because we got a lot, we got a lot to to hit today, and uh, the, we'll do the Lindelof story first. They have a Lindelof exit Star Wars movie. Um, Charmin obeyed Chinoy, still on board as director. If you hear a kid coughing, it's because my son's sick. He's home with me today. Um, just over a year ago, it was reported by Jeff Snyder via the Ankler that a new Star Wars film was being written by the mind behind hit television series such as Leftovers and Watchmen. Again, that's in just for you. because He I know wrote that. I, I know that. When he writes by the mind. <laughs> That's 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 definitely to troll the show. Over the summer and into the fall, I should just make him say it, shouldn't I? Um, over the summer and into the fall of last year, various stories were released through the trades detailing a writer's room Lindelof had constructed, which featured his co-writer of the film, um, Justin Britt Gibson, D- Dave and Dave Filoni. Uh, Lindelof brought a director, uh, Shermin Obeyed Chinoy, Miss Marvel on board early to help to develop the project. The film was reportedly set after the events of Rise of Skywalker, but would not be tied to the Skywalker saga, with the film written as a standalone movie with a series of films in mind if the project was successful. It was only reported by the World of Real that production on the film was slated to begin this spring, a claim Jeff Snyder on the hot mic sort of backed up, claiming that the film was looking to begin production by the summer. And that's what I had heard too originally. Uh, recently added that Damon Lindelof had the two leads of the film already cast. Today, the reporter who wrote the initial story, the Insider, is reporting that reporting via above the line. Man, he's all over the place. Huh? He gets everywhere. That Lindelof and uh, Britt Gibson have exited the Star Wars movie that they started developing over a year ago. According to the report, Lindelof and Britt Gibson turned in, in a draft to Lucasfilm sometime in mid-February and left the project just mere days later for reasons unknown at this time. However, Lucasfilm reportedly have a new writer on board for the project who's being kept under wraps at the time of writing, but chances are... John Favreau. It's John Favreau. Re- no, it's not. That would, that'd be a big story, right? They'll be revealed at... Adam- Oh, well, don't say that. Uh, that bring back JJ. No, 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 you guys. You guys. <laughs> bring back his Hashtag bring back JJ. Uh, Unleash the no. Abrams. <laughs> Sim- Jennifer Jason Abrams. Yes. And Terrio we trust. Yeah, Chris Terrio or get the F out. <gasps> um, Star Wars Celebration kicks off in April uh, 7th. I'd be happy about Chris Terrio. Oh, Paul, you Paul. <laughs> Such a Paul thing to say. I would! Uh, this, I would! <laughs> with, with Snyder noting that the original plan was to formally announce the film at Celebration alongside a title and brief synopsis. The film that Lindelof exited is now set to go into production in February next year with plans to, to release the project in cinemas on December 19th, 2025. And the director... 
Charmaine obeyed Chinoy is still aboard the project. And then this is the this is the telling part right here. This is the inside, I think. Just last week, Damon Lindelof briefly spoke about his Star Wars film at South by Southwest to Slash Film. And at the time, many took the comments to confirm his involvement on the project. But he wouldn't be committing himself to crafting a Star Wars movie unless it was great. However, with hindsight, his comments align with his departure. Quote, I will just say that for reasons that I cannot get into this Sunday morning on this day of our Lord, the degree of difficulty is extremely, extremely, extremely high. If it can't be great, it shouldn't exist. That's all I'll say because I have the same association with it as you do, which is it's the first movie I saw sitting in my dad's lap, four years old, May of 77. I think it's possible that sometimes when you hold something in such high reverence and esteem, you start to get in the kitchen and you just go, maybe I shouldn't be cooking. Maybe I should just be eating. And we'll leave it at that point. So Damon Lindelof um, joins a growing list of filmmakers who didn't get to see their vision of Star Wars at the big screen. Notoriously, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, 21 Jump Street, were let go from Solo, a Star Wars story, after allegedly shooting around 70% of the anthology flick. Colin Trevorrow, Jurassic World, parted ways with Lucasfilm when developing Star Wars Episode Nine, which was taken over by J.J. Abrams. Game of Thrones showrunners um, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss were set to create a series of Star Wars films for Lucasfilm, but parted ways not long into the development of the project after they signed a lucrative deal with Netflix. Bye, bitch. Uh, more recently, Patty Jenkins' Rogue Squadron and an untitled project being produced by Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige were both shelved in addition to the Obeyed Chinoy project. Currently in development, we have a film being written and directed by Taika Waititi, Thor Love and Thunder, Free Guy Sean Levy on board to direct a film, and Ryan Johnson's trilogy is still in the cards. Lucasfilm um, have ran into various troubles with their Star Wars films over the course of several years, whether it be whilst a project is filming or more commonly in the process of a film being developed. But it's not uncommon for films to develop not to see the light of day for most studios, but it's becoming common practice for Lucasfilm with fans never truly believing a film project will see the light of day, even if the movie has been officially announced by Lucasfilm. On the flip side, yeah, Santa. Lucasfilm have experienced yeah. massive success with TV series, The Mandalorian becoming a flagship, flagship series for, for Disney+, Plus. Obi-Wan Kenobi and The Book of Boba Fett becoming commercial hits and and or finding critical acclaim. The Mandalorian spawned the successful spinoff series, The Book of Boba Fett, which... Jason, and, Jason, which we'll see. we don't have a Google thing to me here. You don't have to read all that. Like, and we'll, we'll see two more uh, Soka and Skeleton Crew. So I was finishing. I'm at the end, man. You let me get to the last uh -huh. sentence, and then you decide to say I that. Know. The last You'll sentence, Rob! Come yeah. on! Santa doesn't believe. Such yeah, a Rob thing. Such a Rob thing to do. And you could give Bespin a coffee if you want to want to support him for writing this. Help him get celebration. Article. Beautiful article, Bespin. Be yeah. Beautiful article. Even though Rob doesn't appreciate what. Even though Rob hates hates my work, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you did a great job. I do personally. I, do. I think you yeah. did. I think you did really, really good. Um, and I'm I'm, so, I'm sorry that you know he's like that to you, but mm. it feels uh, like bullying, you know. I like it, it when you get chased in fields by security <laughs> guards. Those are my favorite reports, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know we're I know we're getting at least one more this year, and that's going to be happy day. We, we need to do um, band on the run, but Bestman on Bestman, the run. Did, did that actually mm -hmm. happen, Bestman? Did you actually get chased off? That's amazing. 
Yeah, on the on the accolade. Yeah, it was, it's a ridiculous the story. Dollar <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's not only running down like mountains oh, into great. like fields of sheep and into the woods to hide, you know? Like it's <laughs> it didn't feel fun at the time. You actually had to hide like like Lord of the Rings? <laughs> yeah, it was in the oh. middle of like December, like freezing cold, bombing down the fields into the woods, you know, hiding from buggy man. So <laughs> Paul, the, the the way the way the way he tells it. When when I get like when I deal with stuff from from like the Mando set people and like the parking structure dude, dude and stuff like that, they're just like, "Hey, you better not be here anymore." Oh, we know what you're doing. We know who you are, right? But when he goes against it, it sounds like it's like like the uh, the the guys from uh, uh, what do you call it? What's that uh, that uh, Kubrick movie uh, with the eyes? Oh, you know, I, you I, know, Clockwork uh, Orange. It's like it's oh, like yeah, the gang from right, from yeah, the yeah. Clockwork Orange. They're like, hey, buddy, and they have like a like a Billy Club. They're like looking to like beat him and stuff. Like like that's how Jeez. they are over there. They're yeah. actually dressed. They like chased Alex. him out. <laughs> they chased him out of there. Like he was trying to direct the acolyte. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, no. oh, like you were trying to like you were trying to make a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of these. Buggy, because whether. Where they filming was like on like these mountains. Um, I posted pictures before, and like so I was going there and said I'm just going for a walk, which I was doing at the same time. And Buggy Man told me I wasn't built for it, you know. So he's oh. like, just take a shot. <laughs> Fat piece Holy of shit. Lovely, but you didn't man. want to say that, you know. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be rude. You've been eating a lot of fish and chips, so he was like, "You're just not yeah. built for it, mate." Wow. You know. Meanwhile, this guy, this guy had to be a tubby. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. Like I said, he, he, looked, yeah. he looked like the guy from Porn Stars. You know what I mean? Like, that's how he looked. <laughs> the so, Porn Stars guy? Yeah. So that's, yeah. Trust me. I, I told Jason Stories. I thought you said Porn Stories. Stars. I, thought you said I know. Porn I was like, Porn Stars? stars. <laughs> I'm like, describe these no, Porn no. Stars, Besman. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Did he think his wiener? If, okay. if he was built like a Porn Star, this would be a different story. You know that. Right? <laughs> oh, but, Okay. <laughs> But uh, yeah, like I told Jason some of the stories that's going on with Acolyte right now in, in Portugal, and it's like ridiculous. It's it's worse than the one I had, you know? So yeah, yeah, they're really strict on Acolyte. So yeah, don't mess with it. Yeah, and we still know that they're filming pirates over there. I don't know why they're being such jerks about it. We got your <laughs> number, Acolyte. We got your number. Um, yeah, but uh, but anyways, to go back to the uh, you know the article at hand like i i did like i i cut out like all of lindelof sitting on daddy's lap stuff and he like literally says the degree of difficulty is extremely 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 high it if it can't be great it shouldn't exist i think it's possible that sometimes when you hold something in such high reverence and esteem you start to get into the kitchen and just go maybe i shouldn't be cooking maybe i should just be eating so that doesn't necessarily give me the impression, though, that that he was like booted out, that he was that he was like told to go. It's more sounding like he turned in his homework and wasn't proud of it. I, I'm not trying to not trying to like like you know stick up for them necessarily for Lucasfilm scenario, but it sounds so we, like it didn't. Yeah, doesn't like he's not. We happy. can get we can get we can get past it. So like I I don't know what it's like to work at Lucasfilm. Okay. Well, what, I though, what I get the sense of what I get I'll tell you I get the, I know I know you'll tell I'll me. tell you it's foggy no. in San Francisco sometimes unless you work in, in LA now 
Go I've ahead. seen Too Close for Comfort. I know the Marin County. Oh, yeah, so, Kathy Kennedy, cow puppet, and she talks to you only through the cow puppet. What's his <laughs> name? What was his name? Mr. Moo or something? Uh, or whatever. Cosmic Cow or something Cosmic like cow? that? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Cosmic yeah, Cow. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> look, there's two kinds of clients overall you kind of work for, maybe three, but so you work for someone who, like, knows what they want and they're hiring you to make it. Then there's another kind where the people hire you and they just trust that you can do what you do and they kind of step back. And then there's the third kind where they only know what they don't want. And I get the feeling mm. when it comes at least to the films, Luke, and this is not just based on this or the firing other people. Really, it, it dawned on me when we were talking about the 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 Rise of Skywalker script when we went through the the that one the duel of the fates right <clears throat> and you had told me even after after the whole script that that was the first draft and there was or one of the one of the first drafts that, that, that was that was the first that draft got worse. and there was okay. a second yeah i read the second draft that's what i put the notes my notes up for on making star wars.net you can read my notes on the second draft so if you've read the first and you look at my notes you'll be able to follow my notes really really clearly and so based on the way that script went in later drafts I'm suspect that they didn't they the notes weren't like we love this but what about this it was probably more like we're not really keen on this what else can you do or we're gonna, we don't want to do this right now we don't want to do that that we're kind of want to stay away from you know like they kind of like the feedback is what they don't want and and I I mean I went through this with the major game studio you know in the last couple of years where you're just like well, do you know what you want? Well, and their their response would have was, well, we we are this studio, we want what we do, and I'm like, but what do you do? Like, are you do you know what you do? Like, do you do you just have this like sense of identity, this corporate identity, but everyone just keeps shielding behind it because they're kind of afraid. I think they were afraid to make decisions, and I kind of liken it to, you know, recently this weekend, Usman kind of went went back for his belt on the UFC and. The last time when he lost it, he got knocked out. It's a UFC talk, right? It's the first time Usman ever got knocked out cold, like, boom, like hit UFC? the floor. And so, hold on. So UFC 3PO, that's our podcast. What it's what it's like is sometimes fighters, when they, when they take a big loss or they get knocked out, they don't ever come back with the full unhesitancy that they had before. And I got to wonder if that solo thing, just based off Disney's comments, if they're to be believed, is there's a lot of fear like i don't know if we do that when we do that and then we don't want to do that because people aren't looking for that and then they're not looking for this and you can see jj doing that in the rise of skywalker clearly can you over here and then we got to deal with that and luke still has powers and got to have the lightsabers and they got to get together they got to have kisses and we can't we can't do we can't we can't we can't a lot of fear it just it just feels like there's a lot of what we can't do and creatives can only deal with that so much like at some point you know you're like well if my name is on this and from here on ever forward if it's going to get spoken in linda love star wars linda love star wars and you aren't cool with being told is this really my star wars is this the one that they wanted to make and so at that point you walk away because if you're going to take the heat you'd rather take the heat for the thing that you signed up to do in the first place like versus what was sort of agreed upon after the fact, if that makes any sense. Well, can, yeah. If, if I if I may 
if I may really, I think Rob brings up some great points and like he always does, Rob, right? <laughs> Coming on the night, right? Right, Rob? Anyway, um, no. So uh, anyway, one of the things that I think that I was interesting that you, you brought up about how creatives are being told like how to, you know, maybe they're being chased off because of they're being too limited of, as far as like, oh yeah, that's great. But why don't you, you know, we don't really like that, that much. Right. And I, I think that's interesting because we've, we remember that Lindelof, you know, has had some recent success. You could say recent success with um, the, whatever that uh, leftovers, and leftovers also Watchmen. Watchmen. Watch, yeah, Watchmen's brilliant. And I, and I, as being a, a comic, you know, uh, I love the Watchmen, and it's one of my favorite comics of all time. But I heard he was doing a like a weird. He even said it was a sequel. Was, he was kind of like eh, New Testament. He kept calling it. Which is a sequel, but uh, but anyway, yeah. it was it was brilliant. Um, and but remember what happened before that? He was kind of not exactly in the greatest standing in the pub as far as like the fandom's eye. Remember, remember Prometheus, which mm-hmm. I liked. I loved it. A lot of people, I I love Prometheus too. It's not an alien movie, but he got you know put over the coals and and I just rewatched it a, a year ago, which by the way looks incredible in four K. Um. Mm-hmm. And the weird thing is, is that it's not, it's, it's got some issues now, but you know what the issues are? I don't think they're Lindelof. They were really Scott. If there's a, you know, I, I, Rob, I'm not sure if you're a Prometheus fan. You sound like you, you, you would be. And if you did, you probably watched that huge long documentary that's on the, the Blu-ray or whatever. I've also read uh, the original script. So the original well, script yeah. before Lindelof was pretty much the same script with alien stuff in it. So Ridley said, take the alien stuff out. The writer didn't want to do that and brought on Damon Lindelof to do exactly that, to distance itself mm-hmm. from the alien stuff for whatever reason. Yeah. And if, if you know Ridley Scott, I mean, right. he's been doing this since Blade Runner. So, Yeah, so so that's a great point. So look at look, Lindelof's already been like in this kind of system a little bit. Obviously, he's worked in Star Trek with, with, with Abrams um and everything but i think if you look at what he's gone through and without having having the success after prometheus and and trek with you know leftovers and watchmen he's had success with these certain things with having the amount of freedom that he has and you know the, the watchmen podcast that he did on the hbo is phenomenal I, I i highly recommend anyone just to hear the process of someone who is very appreciative he was scared i would say in a, in a good way rob I'm sure you listen to those podcasts too. They're fantastic podcasts, but he relied on and got other writers into it. And he was able to kind of express and like how he grew as a writer and everything, but basically accepting different perspectives and everything. But I say all that to say with those comments, you're, you're mad, Jason, it tells me that it's like a, almost like a Ridley Scott situation where it's like, there's not enough freedom to kind of, kind of you know, to, enough freedom and creativity around the whole everyone kind of contributing because one of the things I think you reported or someone reported was that he got a writer's room together. And that's the, I I know that was a great idea because he really flourished with leftovers and in Watchmen because he got a writer's room together. He got a bunch of different people collaborating together. I'm of the opinion that there was no writer's room, that it was just a Lucasfilm story group. And that yeah, that that's that's being misconstrued or misunderstood. Okay, that, I don't know well, that for Lindelof. Hundred percent for Lindelof. He did bring on like his own people as well into it. Yeah. You know, there's people who have been on other TV shows. He brought in maybe as consultants yeah. or whatnot, but he did bring in people for it. I'd also and, like to say right. Chris McQuarrie yeah, talked so, quite all... often about. Sorry, Chris McQuarrie <laughs> talked quite often about how 
writers don't get movies made no regardless of the studio directors do and the missing right. equation yeah. out of this when he say studio is maybe the director didn't like what they were writing maybe the director came mm. on board because i mean when was the director first announced how long back did that go maybe the director was like hey i kind of want to go in this direction so that was not what lindelof lindelof it wasn't directing just writing the script it's like yeah, chris terrio can write whatever he wants but he wasn't directing rise of skywalker jj abrams was so you know like that that could have been a factor as well you know would it be more yeah, a producer thing i was just saying they just mentioned they mentioned previously that shamine opaque and i was brought on early in the production process so she can have her own imprint on the movie that that's the thing that lindelof himself asked for you want to bring a director in early to help shape the movie so i think she's not a big name right she's not like for example like a taika you know yeah um, yeah, yeah i don't i don't know if she would i'm not sure if she would have the the, the balls and she's working around and system. like knock knock lindelof down i don't know from all accounts we, we, we can see he was he was the creative mind behind it right he started it he then brought on justin brooke gibson they started developing with that writer's room if it is one or not and then do we know that point. though like 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 do we know that he was the i that that's that's oh. my big thing because the, the project is still going a lot of the yeah. times when the person comes in with the idea and then it falls apart the project actually dies and become they just move on to something else it might not be that he was his initial idea but yeah. he's the one who's been developing it for over a year yeah yeah you yeah. know so yeah whoever comes in now are gonna have to you know pick up from the bones that he's left and develop it from there you know, they, and, it's, and like, it's, like, it's the same movie, but you know, yeah, yeah, it's not hard, man. People write fan fiction all the time, right? Like you just crank out a script. Well, you know? Des Des says right. sounds like it's time to get Ryan's project rolling. Th this project didn't stop rolling. That's no. actually the the good news is that he's gone and somebody else has already been has already replaced him. So it, it's moving. I the, keep the seeing people on Twitter say it's cancelled, and I'm like, it, yeah, no. it's not canceled. They, they don't. They don't so Bespin, you don't have to say say what you got on the uh, on the article because that's oh yeah I'll, I'll, I'll say I'll say it, it doesn't matter. tell the story please this this is how stupid Star Wars fandom is. So the other day I did an article about the uh, viewership on the Mandalorian season three. I don't know what it's at now, but it was around four million people saw the tweet, and uh, four million they had four million they had ten thousand views on the actual article. <laughs> <laughs> Four million people read the fucking headline. Ten thousand people read the article. And just think about big publications that clickbait. How yeah, many? This is what Ryan get. Johnson. As true, this is what Ryan Johnson put into Knives Out. I read the tweet about an article. You know, I, like I, that. I read a tweet by the New Yorker about an article I didn't read. Or something like it goes something like that. Yeah, that is it's it. Knives one hundred percent. And you know what? I'm guilty of it. I ain't gonna lie. Like I, I do that shit all the time. And it's, it's, it's just, it's human nature. You kind of, you, people assume, right? And that's the yeah. thing that sucks. It's like we assume what the article is gonna say based on the headline, and that's it, it's brutal, but it's true. Like it sucks. I, I, I try to read articles, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's. I'm lazy some days. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. No, well, no. If you have, if you, if you care enough to have a hot take. You better read the fucking article. That's if, you don't, if you don't care enough to read the hot hot take, don't just don't have the hot take. Don't read the article. No, no. no well, Jason, no, we had someone said. in the comments 
on last episode of the Mando that we reviewed that literally just opened up with Rob doesn't know this and he likes Avatar, blah, 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 blah. And then at least, you know, like Where's a fucking lie? hour later comes back and says, you know, actually, uh, I just watched the episode and I had commented without watching and I actually agree with him, you know? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I said, I said, hey, thanks for at least being honest. You didn't just delete yeah. your old tweet or something, you know, like you love. So I appreciate that. And I don't really care if people agree with me, but like if you're going to sit there and read, if you read the, if, if, if the article, the title of the video is basically just a confirmation bias machine for you to project further what you're already feeling out into the world, you, you're not, you're not going to go anywhere with that. You know, like it's not going to get you anywhere. It's not based on any, it's not even an informed opinion. It's not even a, barely a feeling. It's just, they agree with me, right? Or they don't agree with me. So confirmed. Civil I see War, this like Kennedy. I, I see it every day, and uh, it happened. Uh, a big channel I watch posted a video with a Tyson thumbnail that basically contradicted what um, they said like sometime last year, right? But it was like for a completely, it was like the same subject, but it was like a different thing. Like it was obviously done to get people to, oh, they said that before. Why have they changed their opinion? But it it wasn't. It was actually really logical, right? So if you watch the video, it makes tons of sense. Now, I clicked on the video like within the first couple of minutes, and all the comments, top comments with hundreds of upvotes already, were saying, oh, it's changed, like, oh, hypocrite, this, that, and that. I'm like, no, I bet it's going to be fine. Watch the video. Yeah, it actually makes a lot of sense. And still to this day, like, the top comment with, like, 10,000 upvotes, hypocrite, can't believe, uh, you know, like... You you change like you're a shill stuff like that and I'm like it happens to me like people YouTube I've been trying to say this for a long time a lot of people have said this there should be a system where you can't comment on a video until you've like watched either half it or all of it because they just people just don't think like people click on my video like today right I said mm -hmm. the ninth sister is alive the first comment I got literally within ten seconds of the video going live how did that happen wait how is this where is this I'm like. Literally 30 seconds in the video, I show you the picture of it in the trailer. Like, just wait 30 seconds. What? Oh, it's so frustrating. Well, I also I want to say, like, if you think Kathleen Kennedy leaving Lucasfilm is going to solve this problem, I think you're sorely mistaken. This, I firmly believe this is entrenched in the business. Like, Lucas hired Michael Arndt to write a whole, a whole series of films man, before he sold it to Disney. And those scripts really never materialized. It was like story development, far as I know. Like, there's no yeah, draft one, yeah. Michael Arndt's Star Wars, you know? I think it's like 40-something pages of treatment. Right. And so it's like, that's a guy who won an Oscar. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that's a fantastic. I would love to read Michael Arndt's stuff. But there is a giant hesitation with Star Wars. And I, I would say, you know, concerning, concerning the development of films and, and stories. And I believe it's rooted really in this the reception of the prequels with george lucas and i don't think it's really much changed i think when it comes to the films are just viewed you know like in, in with fear and and when they don't when they just say well we're just going to move forward like like the force awakens we're just going to move forward and we'll make it up as we go then fans say they should have figured it all out and if it wasn't good enough they shouldn't have make it well here you got lindelof saying i didn't think it was good enough i'm not making it and then you're like <laughs> You should have made it. <laughs> Just yeah. make anything. Get something well, out. You know, like I, man, listen. I I think you have you have a point, but here's my problem: the Michael Arndt thing's a whole different potato. You know, it's it's a whole different thing. 
in my opinion. It's 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 a whole. I think it's talking cult, about that company culture is not not a whole different thing at all. Like, well, see, no, see, I I disagree. Uh, and and that early time, George brought him on, as far as I know, already before. Yeah. So and then that's when Iger brought in JJ and it went, you know, that again, whole different thing. What I will say, and I told this Jason on in DMs the other day, and I'm not a Kathleen Kennedy basher at all. But at some point, you have to look at the leadership of what's going on and figure out what is the issue. And there is something going on. And I don't, and for me, I've, I've said this for a long time. I think someone needs to be in charge of story, like, and not a story group, obviously, but an actual someone who's in charge of creative, who is a creative themselves, or if it is like two, three people. Oh, all I, right. Again, I'm not saying story group, I'm saying actual like two, three people who are projecting and steering the ship because if they already know what they want then they won't have these issues they'll just get a different writer in and go okay we're gonna do you, these projects because really quick really, really this isn't fast. a comic book paul paul this isn't a comic book right like this is a company that's like hey we got a trillion billion we got a billion dollar fucking franchise we're building theme parks off this stuff we're gonna let one dude steer the whole thing and i'm I, not as a saying CEO, one I'm not guy. gonna have any sanity. I, I remember the vulture article remember, remember the but remember the Vulture article that came out like months ago when that was cited that that filmmakers would love to work on Star Wars until they get into the system and realize that there's just a lot of overhead on approvals and what gets done and how it gets done. And sure. that's not new to Lucasfilm. Like if you've ever tried to make anything Star Wars, official Star Wars, whether it's a comic or a shirt, bro, I put a skull on a shirt and they told me Star Wars isn't about skulls. Like this is before Disney, all right? This is entrenched in that company. They have a they have yeah, an identity of who that, they are, but they don't know what they and they know what the Star Wars isn't. Like they it, know what it isn't, but that doesn't mean what it can be or what it is the, going to be. That's just about vulture a vulture quote is the fact that it, people come in and then want to erase basically canon and override things and and do just do whatever the fuck they want, and then they're told no, and then they're like, well, oh, now my idea doesn't work, and then it's just, which is how I read it, but what I'm also thinking now. Mm -hmm. That's it's, look, there's no monolith when you talk about one thing. When you go, oh, that was a problem. It was just one problem. They just wouldn't let me do what I want. I want to be an auteur. That's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Some people can play that game right. well. I think Ryan Johnson knew how to play the game really well between what the studio was expecting and what he wanted to do. And you could say whether you liked it or not, but the dude went through it flawlessly. He how many one, people yeah. have been able to? Yeah. He how many people person, have been able to? Yeah. Tony Gilroy wasn't hired to make Rogue One. Tony Gilroy was hired to save Rogue One, and always and a second like choice, that, but the but yeah. the best choice. And I believe Andor came about only because that movie made it came not it came out it got he got left alone because that movie made the money. Something else Macquarie, sure. Macquarie has said is, is has said before is that Hollywood doesn't care if you made a seven hundred fifty million dollar grossing film. They don't care if you made a nine hundred and ninety eight million dollar grossing film. They care if you made a billion dollar grossing film. You make a billion dollar grossing film, they leave you alone. They leave you alone. Like that's that's the only thing that gets. And none of these people that have been brought on have made billion dollar films. But but like, here, but here's the thing. But here's the thing though. Like if you're if you have people who are in charge of story, then they're the ones saying instead of people saying pitch us ideas, okay. Like, for instance, I go back to the Marvel model, and I think I'm gonna not say I'm, I'm gonna bring up Marvel for one. Not, I think Star Wars and Marvel are not the same by any means, but I will say, I think if you're gonna bring in, you're gonna be a franchise, 
you have to have someone who has some kind of like understanding of what's going on and narratively and say, okay, you know what? Like we're going to do the secret Wars ser series. We are, we know to do this kind of film. Let's find some writers who are, or, or whatever director who have a firm idea of where this can go, has a feel for this kind of thing. Interview them, get a, get a spec script, whatever. Let's make sure they all worked on Rick and Morty, right, Paul? Right. Make sure they all well, worked on Rick yeah, and Morty. Right, right, yeah. Right. God. So that doesn't know there's no there's no formula. I mean, that's something McQuarrie's that you can even on the Mission Impossible well, films, they can't make the next Mission Impossible film the way they made the last Mission Impossible. Well, what they're film. doing now is there working is either, no formula. That, and they're doing the McQuarrie. They're doing the McQuarrie right now. It's, it's not working. When you I mean, when you hear when, when you when you hear what Dave Filoni talk, like you're gonna hear a lot of people go, get Dave Filoni, Dave Filoni's the answer. I, um, but but no, yes. no, but Dave Dave has literally said <laughs> Dave has literally said exactly like that if that's what he and Kathy do. Like 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 what, what you're saying is what she is doing with Dave. That according to him, like in the interviews for Mando 3 that he's been saying, he's like, we get together and we talk about what, what we should do and how, how we should go forward and like what that you know, I and so and then you hear the thing about him being involved in this movie, like that he's like in the writer's room for this movie and stuff. So I think that they're they're basically doing that, but but something happened where he where Lindelof turned in his homework on time, and then left that beating not happy with with the work that he did and saying I'm not the guy. That that that's that's my takeaway from his quote is fair enough. I I, I gave yeah, it a shot. I'm not the guy, and so so but, but the thing I said on Santa show this morning. There, you know, Rogue One started with Witta, then got Scott Z, Scott Z Burns, um, then it brought Christopher McQuarrie, and then it got Tony Gilroy, and then they asked Tony Gilroy to redirect it. So, um, and that's a movie Ghostbusters that people love. Was a totally different film when they first wrote it. Even when they went into production, it was a Eddie Murphy was supposed to be a big part of that movie. Yeah. Like they had to write that's stuff true. all the way around, like. Beverly Hills Cop had no script. There's no if there was one way to make money, they'd all be doing it. You know what I mean? You think you think this industry would take any risks if it didn't have to? So the thing is, is it is it? Uh, this is why I've been saying, and I know it's a broken record around here, but I was like, once they fucking split Mando and Grogu up, they should have reunited reunited them reunited them in a film because it's they they can get past the. The, the corporate, well, you sure this is going to sell toys? Yeah, it's, it's check. We're going to sell toys. You sure people are going to like this? Yeah, we know they're going to like but this. That, I'm not saying it would have been a great you, film, but that just yeah. checks off all that bullshit that they don't have to deal with. But 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 here's the here's the whole thing. Yeah, that makes you the most popular girl in school, right? If you go and you do Yes, that. and you need a win. And, and you know you what? You need a and win you know after what? the sequel and trilogy. we all and know so that it, the popular people in school are fucking boring. And that they all huh, suck. That's how I school. feel about the current fourth season of Mando. <laughs> no. But I, everyone's telling me, no, and it's you, totally riveting. And then you're so and like, then you're here fighting for it being of the film. No, I'm saying there should have just <laughs> yeah. been two hours yeah. of it, and there shouldn't that's be sixteen hours of it. No, there should have just been no. two. We could have had, we could have been done and out. They would have reunited you're in the film. Everyone would have seen it. For this Nobody would have been like, oh shit, that happened in the sixth episode of a series I wasn't interested in. Fuck, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they would have saw it in a movie. Problem solved. Now the the, uh, the uh, thing about it is, uh, I, I like uh, once again, I wish things were smooth. I wish things, uh, I wish more shit came out. But I'm not gonna knock them for not just going. You know what? Let's just be lazy and say good enough, because that's what people really want. 
And then they want to have the rage. That stuff is just good enough, but not great. And so it's like, what at the end of the day, is it better that they come out and make like what they think is the best Star Wars film they can do? And that's what he's saying. And that's what Lucasfilm is, has, has always done. They have never gone and just said, you know what, what the Lego guys are doing? Good enough. You know what, what Edwards has done? Good enough. We could get Gilroy, but you know what, good enough. They, they, don't, they don't do that. And then everybody bitches about how, uh, you know, some they, they come to this conclusion that all of a sudden it, it, it's the president's fault, you know, that it like somebody it didn't write something. No, it's not. And it's not. It's not, not, not necessarily any more than like it's the president. I think even Biden. When, Sorry. When, 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 the, we know, like, yeah, like it's like when, when, when I go to the gasp up and it's all, it has the Biden sticker and it's all like me now. Like he has nothing to fucking do with this. He's as much of a stooge as the rest of them. But point being, uh, I hate them all, by the way, just in case anybody ever said, eh, you like Biden, fuck Biden, especially fuck Trump. I hope he dies in fucking prison. And I hope Biden has a heart attack on the last day of his fucking thing and dies. And then Trump has to eat his fucking bones. OK, that's what I hope happens. Comments. Um, but let's look yeah, at a good story. We, we got dark here. Let, let, let's look at something nice. Something nice. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars is for kids. Oh, we done oh, on, uh, on, on Lindelof. Uh, Speaking of which, Speaking no, we don't have we don't have to be done. I just thought maybe we you know we get on to some good news. What do, what did, do you want want to say something, Bestman? I didn't mean to not give you a shot, man. No, no, not really. It's just that uh, you know the concern when you bring the president into it, Kathleen Kennedy. The concern <laughs> is with all these filmmakers who aren't going to make what they were hired to do. Does this start to alienate filmmakers? You know, yeah. we saw Taika before he was actually brought on to do his movie, which is still being developed there's no update on it um you know he did a, a tweet right to begin with he said mm-hmm. he wouldn't do a star wars movie because he actually wants his films to get made or something along those lines yeah. you know i know he's wants it released and and yeah i remember on that tweet but it's like well there we go he's not doing one <laughs> yeah and then you know and now you're having so many departures from it there's things that aren't working creatively whether it's again look with the lindelof stuff we know he turned in a draft for whatever reason, Lucasfilm and him didn't see eye to eye on it. Again, that doesn't have to be negative. Like he didn't agree with their vision; they didn't agree with his. They or, or, or back it up. Maybe he didn't agree with this version, though. Yeah, yeah, it could be. It could be any of these things. But like, these are time constraints. Yeah, and now they're bringing in somebody else. But who yeah. are they bringing in? Like this person has to deliver this new movie. Uh, they, well, they're shooting it by February, so they have eleven months from now to deliver Favreau. a script. No, and he can write a I... whole series in like a week, dude. Like, it's no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> just, well, no, the crazy uh, suckers hat, dude. Like, so, what, what I said yeah. on Santa's show today too is on around May first, we're going to go into a writer strike. Exactly. So, how much time does this Ooh. writer actually have to Bro, knock out the story? I'm telling you, Monday he can have it. Monday, what do you want? Yeah. You want Favre. a trilogy? <laughs> you want a trilogy? You want one? What do you want? You, guys, you told Jason. me he wrote it, Rob. I'd be all about it. By the way, just speak for the record. I'd be I, all about I, 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 writing this movie. Hey, Jason, I know you. I know you would. <laughs> know Jason you. brings hey, up Rogue Sox, One. Man. Like Jason brings up Rogue One, and that's the one that with a positive outcome, right? Yeah. How good that movie is. And then obviously that led to Andor later on. But look at Rise of Skywalker. JJ had to deliver that movie within a small amount of time to write a script. He was still improvising on set and like some of that stuff. No. No, obviously he was, right? So it's like, you know, no. that didn't work for for some of us. But yeah. How so? My concern is when this writer they're bringing in well, is a top talent, because 
look, say what you want, like about Luke Summon actors. You don't need the best actor in Star Wars. You know, you don't need to be getting Academy Award winners. But you should have good talent writing or directing. And you look back at the Patty Jenkins one. They brought in the guy who wrote Dora the Explorer to write that movie. Like, <laughs> genius. You know, so my concern yeah. is if with all these movies not getting made for various reasons, is it going to alienate talent? Like, you look at what's happening at Warner Brothers, you know, legendary, they pieced out. Nolan doesn't want to work with them anymore. You know, they're not giving various creatives, like, residuals from removing all their, like, content from the streaming service. And that's alienated them to a degree. Yeah. Like, that's my concern with Lucasfilm and Star Wars specifically. That's, that's all I have. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, at a certain point, like, you, you, you think about it and you're like, a lot of people would, won't pass up their opportunity to get involved with Star Wars. For so many creatives, it's what brought them into it. It's it's what, but at a certain point, when you you know if you're friend if you're friends with enough of these people, you start to see, hear about their nightmare experience. Uh, who was the guy who that wrote, was the Vulture article well, though? That's was, what I was literally I, was well, saying, Jason. I'm I'm trying to yeah I'm trying to trying to actually touch on that. Um, What's the guy uh, who wrote episode nine after Trevorrow? Oh, Chris uh, Keller. Uh, it's, it's the Skins guy. It's the Skins yeah. guy. Yeah. Jack Thorne. Who wrote Skins Downton Abbey, whatever? Jack Thorne. Jack, Jack Thorne. Thorne. Yeah. I, I, I have heard four or five times now that J- Jack Thorne was in tears working with, in the, with that thing. It was not, it, it, was, it was hell. It was frustrating, and he had a bad time. It's just a bad, bad time, and uh, you know. And I, I, I would think that guy would do a good job. I, I'm not saying he did do a good job. I mean, I, I know like the 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 tenets of his story, and I didn't really like it. But I think that he could definitely write on Star Wars. But he had a he had a horrible time. So the the the, the question I end up walking away from everything with yeah. is when Jack Thorne's yeah. not good enough. Yeah. When Lindelof's not good enough, when uh, when uh, what's his name can't get a script, uh, Taika Waititi can't get his script made. Is anybody good enough to write Star Wars? I mean, it's like it's kind of ridiculous in a way. It's people aren't going to be satisfied unless it's from George. Simple as that. And like, and and that is true either. That is you're you're right. You're right that it there's that discourse. They think they I want just, it. I lived through but, three the last three Star Wars movies that George did with everybody just going like, "I'm a giant man, baby," about something. Jar Jar, the acting, the CGI, like it just goes on and on. There is no appeasing an audience of this size. So you almost have to go, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." This is a good fucking script. Suck my dick. I'm Kathleen Kennedy. I'm writing it on my big ass dick and I'm sticking it in the fandom. That's how, that's how it has to go. Like you just can't, you got to be fearless now because there's no right answer to any of it. It just has to be good. In I mean, my opinion, in, in my opinion, they can't sink any lower than The Last Jedi. Like in terms of what they can do to people. Like mm-hmm. they destroyed Luke to some people. Like that's the ultimate crime. And Luke is like the only character like you can't like you can't like he's he's the most like character to w- most people. So who whatever they do now, they can't get any worse in my opinion. Like even though most people like the Last Jedi, it was like the most critically acclaimed Star Wars film this that, and the other. To a lot of people, like Luke was the breaking point. 
mm-hmm. how can they go lower? So, yeah. Know. This yeah. fandom will always be divided. Like, we're in a position now where yeah. even when the, when the Lindelof stuff came out, people were complaining because of because of Lost, a thing that he did, like, a decade ago. Like, look what he's done since. Look at Watchmen and The Leftovers. They both are fantastic pieces of work. So, yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so George? people will never be happy. Yeah. Look at Andor, you know. Yeah. And look at George, he's never happy. Oh, no, no. I made Jonathan Hales cry like a little, like a little bitch. For... Oh, come on. <laughs> Don't pick on Jonathan Jack Hale. Thord, Jonathan Hales. He... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tears. Yeah, like Niagara Falls. Did like you drink Niagara Jack Falls. Thorne's tears? Is that true, George? I drank his blood when we were done with him. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like a Dole Whip. <laughs> I made the Dole Whip. <laughs> the the Dole Whip was Hale. Blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I am a diabetic. So. All right, well, it's been fascinating. Um, I, I got to go check my stock. It's down like it's down a lot. Uh, <laughs> All right, George. Selling Star Wars ain't making me as much as it used to. Right. No, no. Um, yeah, I mean, like that's that's like the whole thing, though. Is like, for instance, like like Lost. You know, he he says like like Lost was badass, and it's like you could like not like the end of Lost, but you can't see that the end of Lost was not inspired and creative. You just can't. You would be yeah. you would be full that's, of that's shit point, if you said yeah. that. You know what I mean? And like that's the kind of like like outside somewhat outside the box creativity that you need for for these Star Wars pictures. But again, mm-hmm. with with people in general now, they only remember the last thing you do. So they only remember the yeah. end of Lost. They don't remember like how great that series was as a whole. Yeah. You know? It's the same yeah. with the thing with Taika Waititi. They only harp on Thor Love and Thunder. They don't remember Ragnarok, Jojo Rabbit, Will the People, what we do in the shadows. Like they don't acknowledge any of that. Same thing with um, Michael Waldron. They yeah. said, oh, he did Dog Strange. I don't like that. Loki didn't exist. Even though that's like probably the best Marvel series that they produced. Yeah. So the people have you only remember what really just came out. I like Doctor Strange. I know a lot of people didn't buy it. I love Doctor Strange. I thought it was fantastic. But but to also to like to, to say it to you, to ask the truth, Luke Skywalker point, which I agree with 100%. But also the, the the positive thing about this new series is it's not dealing with legacy characters for the most part. Not to say that legacy characters can't be involved in it, but Han, Luke, and Leia are dead. They don't matter to this era now, this new era of Star Wars that we're telling stories in. Therefore, like if it's just really if it's just like a a fun story or a good story or a compelling story, they don't like like the Last Jedi. I think is a compelling story, but some people got like offended by the use about what they thought it should have done because they've already written it. But this other story that, that they're going to make, nobody's writing this other story in their head. It doesn't have that like baggage with it. That's why I find it kind of interesting that like there was a problem, you know, or that there was any kind of like for, for Lindelof that that's where I find it kind of just fascinating. I'm like, how does Damon Lindelof not just not deliver a draft one where they're like, yes, continue. (laughs) And then, you know, it's weird. Well, you, you brought up something I think really good point is that how many inspired Star Wars stories are we going to have we got or and I say stories because I would consider the Mandalorian inspired because Fav brought that idea to to Kathy or again, maybe I'm misunderstanding or misheard, but it always seemed like very inspired. Like he wrote that before. And, and, and how much is that being able to do with film now? It's not right. And so that's the problem is that I think that that. I would love for like, you know, I think Rob, you would agree that that's what we need to have in Star Wars to have more inspired stories and have that whole, what you said, Jason, the whole no fear. The problem is because of the sequel trilogy, it wasn't really inspired. It was constructed 
you know, very, very much like as a corporation, you know, who, who yeah, whoever hate them. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I don't, I don't, I don't get behind that. What, what, what I, what I look for, my favorite kind of stories is when I feel like I, I can, the, the transference between the character or the POV is me, whether it's the good guy or the bad guy. I feel like I want to walk in their shoes. I want to feel like I'm the character. And then when stories for me, when films do that, like when Luke is in the X-Wing during the trench run, I feel like I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm not watching Luke do plot things that are connected to seven other things that are hooked to I'm there's that moment where you yeah. are you are there's a transference and I think I don't need that's that where personally. It, I know you all you I know I know I know what you need. But uh <laughs> I just think when you get into inspired that that's that's very nebulous. It's 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 too nebulous. So what you really get into is should Star Wars have authorship or should it have like Adapt, adapt, adapting lore stories and timelines. I'm more of an authorship. I, I like when I hear a voice and an opinion that's coming through from the creator in some way, like whoever yeah, wrote or is directed. Right. That's. I feel like the premise of Mando. You get that now. We're more into like adapting cartoon storylines and stuff like that. See, I, I feel Andor. You get I, that. I, I don't. Feel I, that I, I'm just not feeling. I, look, I'm just telling you. You said, "Hey Rob, you like this?" So I'm telling you specifically what I'm looking what for. Yeah, I feel like well, look, authorship may be the last thing Lucasfilm or Disney's looking for in in a big budget right. Star Wars movie. They might be looking for four quadrant, like classic MCU. Everyone goes in, gets a bucket of popcorn, has a good. There might just be this this battle between that because I'll tell you. There are times, man, when I've drawn things and had art directors nick nitpick over like just lines, like this little tooth isn't sharp enough, this little or that's too sharp, and this that's this insane. knuckle told is, you, told it, you, yeah, I know, I know, Jason's <laughs> Jason's Jason's a little Truman Capote, you know, when you mm -hmm. when you live, in, it just picks apart every fucking thing. So, <laughs> the problem here. Is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get the cigarette too. It's fucking. It's oh, a toothy thylac. Capote. Capote with that is a Capote line. By so way. good, by the way. Love that movie. So I, uh, I, I, just, I killed him imagine... in cold blood. Sorry. <laughs> I can't imagine that after the the last Jedi bit that they're looking for a lot of auteur authorship no i agree no and, and I'm all, all i'm saying is that i think there's a balance and i think but the, here's the thing, i don't though, agree I with that, that jason i'm, I'm no, not no. saying so you get that look i don't agree with that but no, i could I, see a world yeah. in which there's a room of seven people not just cat not seven kathleen kennedy's right now it's not a multi it's not the council of kennedy's all sitting around deciding which star wars script to not make here's, right here's the, uh, no 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 but here's the uh, the uh, thing is that it i always hear from people on the internet about how afraid of ryan johnson they are and i never hear that from anybody at lucasfilm just saying it's like a, it's like a thing that I, I i hear but i never i've never heard it from somebody it doesn't mean it doesn't this doesn't mean it's not true it just may, but i'm a bit apprehensive about about that sort of like idea and, well then that, why not the just take thing. something that you already know you're going to make or you want to make and you have people like the acolyte or yeah, or something else and then just make a movie out of here. it why why do they commit it to a series then why don't they just make a movie out of it versus this endless what do we do do we not do thing with the next film 
Like if mm-hmm. it's if you just want to get a movie made, they could just be, hey, take the first uh, four episodes of that, condense it down to two. We got Chad GPT. We're done in a week. Go get the <laughs> sets are being built. We can go make the movie. But I'm, I'm being facetious on that. Yeah. But I mean, like, but why not? If that's the case, like, I don't think the I think the ideas that it, that become television shows are not focused enough, but they're good enough. They're not focused enough to be a film, but they're good enough to be a series. Like like Boba Fett could have been a film and was going to be a film. The films weren't working, but when they get, went and took it down into this bigger idea, they thought they had more that it was a better place to put it was on on television. Now it doesn't matter what the I mean it doesn't matter what the end result is. I don't know, but it's like you know you could have done all of the stuff in that film and was been like well that was predictable when you got down to what you had to do, and so by by doing it you know the way that that they did it we got you know dances with Bobas. And stuff like that, like the the little like you know Boba going native stuff and everything like that. So, it, so it's good, it's no no that. I know no 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 that's like the best stuff from it and and right the yeah, worst yeah stuff exactly from it was maybe the more predictable stuff you know and it and it's so it it, it 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 ends up like being like that's why they they make like like acolyte could could have been could have been a film based off of what we think we know of it, but that said, um, you know, is it the best place to like do that? do that story and mess with that timeline and stuff like that. No, but, but once again, this story, this, I, I think they made the right call not going with the, with the Ryan Johnson type, because like when we lost, when we lost rogue squadron, we lost uh, one of our writers and our, our director. Do you not think Lindelof? Well, no, like he's, he's supposed to create a series of movies from this. Is mm-hmm. he not the guy, the ideal guy to come in and write long form movie ideas yeah. for you? Exactly. Like create a yeah. vision, create a, the new saga. But but well, the, but the the whole thing was is that it was he going to go and do every single one, or was he help establishing an, an era? Was he help establishing like a, a general like story and where they could go, and then wrote the first script? Because if that's yeah. the case, then then like you know they they still might have four or five. Like we have we have that one dude who has a different film. Uh, what's his name? The other director, Sean Levy. Yeah, Sean Levy. We have Sean yeah. Levy attached Dead to something. Cool so is, is Sean Levy picture two? We, we that's don't never gonna know. happen. I'm telling you, yeah, that. I'm, I'm with Rob. I, I that ain't gonna happen. That's not yeah. happening. And I, that isn't me being facetious based on all this stuff. It's just no, if no. that yeah. this. It's just that dude's busy making Deadpool three. When that gets done, he'll either make Deadpool four, X Men, or go back to just, making Stranger or Things or some two. other fucking thing. Yeah, didn't he just yeah. sign like, on just, to another movie with Ryan Reynolds like recently? Is it the sure. boy band movie they're doing or something? Is it well? Are they doing a free guy sequel at this point too? Yeah, they're doing a free guy sequel. They're doing obviously dead. Yeah, Jason, are they? You tell me. Now. You know, you know all about the free guy, Jason. Come on. Well, he was. They were like, "Hey, I've never you, seen you're it. Make, you're gonna make Star Wars. You're gonna make free guys too." And he's like, "I'm making free guys too." I mean, I would, I would assume he would. <laughs> uh, as, no, as he's making trip. freer guys <laughs> because right, we are. That. We got. We have gone like wherever you. As a true, you want to. You want to share. You want to share the uh, the uh, game stuff now. Wanna, wanna get uh, yeah uh let me get it all set up okay all right yeah <clears throat> but um yeah As I, actually I, does, I, do you want to run through uh just quickly the daniels doing skeleton crew yeah yeah the uh everything all at once directors the daniels directed an episode of star wars skeleton crew and that mm-hmm. came from one take news which i think is, is super good news like like that's that's i mean hmm. everything ever, ever all at once is a great movie and we got uh and does that mean short round in it or short round? Would they, would I, would they bring love, short round in? I would love him in it. You Come know? on. They should. Please. Please bring him in. 
They should. I, 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 I do think. I mean, I hope. I, I hope I'm wrong, but I do think that it that it the people involved would have been so <clears> excited <throat> that they would have told us that they were short round. <laughs> I do think mm. that's that, that seems like really really likely. But uh, yeah, I mean, it is. It is. I hope they bring know, back the dinosaur. You know, the they're dinosaur. the ones to do it. What are you talking about the dinosaur from Kenobi? The Kenobi dinosaur. Oh. The T Rex, man. Because they did hot dog hands, you think they would do a dinosaur? Yeah, yeah, they could do whatever. Yeah, you know, just because because <laughs> they, they did raccoonie, really. As why I'm like, you can yeah, you could pull that off, you know. Like, they're, they're, honestly, with this Daniels though, it's an episode of a show. It, 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 I don't know if you're gonna see their hand behind the camera. You know what I mean? This is like, I don't know how much you're going to. They tend to make these up. Even if if I were to tell you the the point to me the directorial stylings of Bryce Dallas Howard, Bryce Dallas Howard versus Rick Fumiyiwa in Mando you couldn't tell me the difference you know like so mm-hmm. it's not a knock against them it said it does need to feel complete I do hope that the experience is positive for them and that brings more you know like is uh, more original voices into Star Wars you know like and, and stuff like that so yeah um yeah, Mike, yeah. Mike says Goonies tribute and Skeleton Crew would put Jason over the moon, and I was like, they got the guys from that who worked with the guys from Goonies. <laughs> that, that's what I was thinking in my head when I when I when it first when it was first when it first came out. I was like, yeah, but uh, I mean that show has a lot of good, lot of good, good, good directors on, <clears throat> so I think it's a good it sign. I think I it's hope a, they don't fuck. I hope they don't get you know the pirates, Salad the Hut. Well, you, you know what? I, I I don't think you're gonna like it because because you, when it comes to when it comes to anything like you know the 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 eccentricities of Star Wars, you're out. Like you don't like Return it's of the true, Jedi, man. I love you puppets. Like, I just like, like it when it's the, done well. You don't like Return of the Jedi, the best puppet movie of all fucking time, bro. Yeah, I don't like it when they take General Leia I mean, and put her Jabba on the an and let new characters run. So run women the are alliance. puppets, is what you're saying, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Sice Noodles was a puppet. That's your favorite puppet in that movie. Uh, What's Sice Noodles? Sice Noodles (laughs) is your favorite puppet in Return of the Jedi, Jason. That's what you said. Really? No, you said it had the best puppets. Sice Noodles. (laughs) He always talks about her dick sucking lips, not me. I'm innocent. Bee stung (laughs) lips, Jason. Bee stung. (laughs) Oh, bee bee stung lips. What's (laughs) the difference? (laughs) Um. But yeah, anyways, uh, I want to read this this one. Um, at the time of this writing, the only director attached to Skeletor outside of Daniels is co-series co-creator John Watts, who's best known for his directorial work on the Tom Holland Spider-Man trilogy, a collaboration between Sony Pictures and Marvel Studios. Um, Watts created the series alongside with Christopher Ford. So, I mean, it's really good, though. I mean, I, I, I think that that the behind the, the, the scenes uh, side of things on that is is super strong. And then um, I, I w- we'll we'll hit these articles again tomorrow. Um, we'll like go into them in like more depth because we're running out of time. But um, and then Bestman has this this story: Star Wars Andor filming at the City of Arts and Science in Valencia. And he asks, "Is Benjamin Bratt in the series?" And if you've been watching um, um, Poker Face, he's the guy who's after the main character, Poker Face herself, in the uh, the uh, series and. Right here, you can see the, the place where, where they're where they're filming. You give Bestman a coffee, and this is where they're filming. So when I when I see that, I automatically think Coruscant space Avatar. Board. Avatar, yeah. what? Yeah, it's got blue water. Oh, oh, you think there's ways of water in there? <coughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Space whales, maybe yeah. in there. Maybe the space, space whales. Yeah. And then they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna take Bix on a hyperspace run. Oh, look, look, got some pictures right here. Okay, wait, what are these people wearing though? These people look like they're dressed on Naboo, or do we think it's Chandrilla? I speculate Chandrilla in the article just because of yeah. uh the wedding stuff. Yeah. With later the thriller. The Thrilla and Chandrilla. The Thrilla and Chandrilla. Mod Mothma is gonna gonna fight Perrin one night only. And then this is what it, this is what Chandrilla looks it's like. It's a Perrin trap. Get it? Oh a shit! You trap. went there. Look at that. You went yeah. there. And then you can do it all day. Right here. That's a man who knows how to navigate the system, right? They know how to navigate. They're getting shit done. That's a, a Benjamin Brat next to a Jana Smith, yeah. who's a, a director on Ando season two. Yeah. The yeah. over on the on the on the very right, I like her face right here. Look at that face. Also, ah. <laughs> she that Jason that should go in the thumbnail. That's the only way YouTube's gonna see our videos. Oh shit! Yeah, like uh oh, and or in trouble. Yeah. We got yeah. this guy oh. drinking, drinking champagne. Look at him. Uh oh. Oh yeah, like did, every one of these is a thumbnail. Did man. this guy right. leak leak to make him Star Wars? Uh oh. No, I don't know any of these people there. So, anyways, yeah, and then look at him right there. And look right there's poker face. And then oh, that's another location to film at. Yeah, I, I I think that's where that that that's where Mon Mothma's daughter is gonna get married up in here. She's married. She's gonna have little little fascist babies. So, anyways, mm. we'll we'll go over that that again tomorrow. But I you can support Bestman and give him a coffee when you when you read his site. And uh, right here, like he put the hot dog hands in there because everybody loves hot dog hands. Okay, all right, all right, Mister Azatru. Okay, have you have you shared? Have you shared? Yeah, okay, yeah, there it is. I, I right. have to. I, all right. So what do we got here? So what this is the at? first shot of the trailer. Uh, looks like it's a shuttle of some sort because it's quite big. Purse trip yeah. was inside. There's a big chasm uh, that it's yeah. uh, falling into, and Cal and BD1s, uh, they fall out of it. But yeah, so Purge Troopers were dead, but the ship is uh, a wreck. Um, I tried analyzing which ship this was. It's a different cockpit to the TIE Reaper, and, uh, but it might be a Lambda-class ship. I'm not 100% sure. It probably is more that, though, because uh, it's quite big. Um, yeah. Next up, we have Incredible... Planet finally in a game again, Coruscant and uh, Coruscant. Yeah. No, Coruscant. <laughs> it's got uh, nipples. So it's that. Look at it. <laughs> you saw. You, you see. I, I saw crop circles. So I was like, "There's some UFOs lining <laughs> in here." Uh, I see nips. That's, that's <laughs> and then we we uh, we land on Coruscant, and uh, these are these are our uh, Fortnite characters, right, Bespin? Right here. I, I wouldn't be surprised if these are the two skins that come in uh, next month on Fortnite, yeah. Yeah. And then no, Bowser we'll will play with us. Yeah, he has uh, to. I, if, if they come in, you have to play with us. So does Rob. Hey, I, I got a rule. Um, everyone, nice talking to you. Nice to meet you, Bezman, hey, as a true. Good hang out with you, dude. Yes, thanks, thanks, thanks for having me on. And Rob, I will see you tonight on the comic binge, sir. Yeah. Sounds like a threat. Go, right. watch, go watch the comic binge tonight. Yes, please. Join us. All right. See you guys there. Bye. See you. Bye. So um, what's interesting is that in the uh, combat gameplay, I Chen showed, and this, it's the phase one post-tripper. 
Now, okay. Jason's, you said it was good. They were going to have phase two in the game. Uh, so yeah. everyone's like really confused because it's like, wait, this is like Kenobi time. And we've got phase one purge troopers. So yeah. that's. And then they, Maybe. and then, they, and then the, the phase two ended up being in the Kenobi series. So yeah, so that that is uh, something to uh, think about. Um, yeah. So quite a bit takes place on Coruscant, and this is quite interesting. So this character here, she's wearing the Coruscant Security Force outfit from the Clone Wars. It's basically identical, just without the helmet on. Okay. Um, so it's got like the same shoulders, same chest plate, the same yellow. Uh, so, if we look here, there's also these two guys that are wearing it. So, either these people are against the Empire and they're fighting back, or they're like undercover people that are, yeah. like they've gone undercover with Cal. Because, uh, so right here, I don't know if this is a ship of theirs or a building, but it's got like yellow markings. So I thought that might kind be like, them. yeah, like that might be like their building or whatever. So these um... are the police. So these are police gunships. Yeah, um, that these use as well. Um, they were in the Clone Wars, but also the ninth sister uh, flew it in Fallen Order. And there's right. also one that's landed here. If we go to the next shot, we can see the ninth sister, which is right there here. Foot, lightsaber, hand, and uh, wait, how is she shot. in this? Well, at the end of Fall, uh, during Fallen Order, you mm -hmm. push her off a tree on Kashyyyk, but you don't see her body. And in the databank entry in the game, it says she's dead. Or is she? So is a lot she? of people assumed she's not dead. I was like, oh, I don't know. It's pretty high up. Like, she's just lost a hand. Mm -hmm. But she's evidently back. Like Mace Windu. Yeah. <laughs> so you can survive. You can. Uh, so, mm. As a true now, officially, is on board. He was electrocuted, though. He was electrocuted. She wasn't. But maybe and she's was also, pr she's pretty big and strong. And only last one on. He's a uh, he's a weak even. he's a weak feeble little. My yeah. my ex my ex girlfriend used to write fan fiction where Mace Windu was into electro play, so he was he was okay with it. She should hit up Lucasfilm. They're looking for a writer. Sounds like can get something done, dude. <laughs> she could. All right. Sorry. Cool. So, uh, <laughs> and in the trailer, like she's like. Saying, why are you two like the two soldiers that were running? Like, don't go that way. Cow's getting up, there's the gunship firing, and then there's the Ninth Sister. So she's just arrived on the scene. So maybe these are they're either undercover or they are rebelling against the Empire and their own force. Um, right. And then we go to Kobo, which is the main central hub planet. And we have this little guy. Yeah, um, he's oh, a little frog, frog guy. So uh, some of the developers on Twitter were saying, like, he, he's like, we can't say anything, but. He's cool. Like, but what's really strange is that uh, Cal just watches him. Like, he Cal's just chilling. Uh, uh, I think I've got it. Yeah, there we go. Like, Cal's just there, stood there, whilst the Bedlam Raiders are like gonna. Wait, wait, go, go go back one. Rob, are you thinking what I'm thinking? It's size noodles, Battle but it can open its mouth. I wider. thought I was like, it's size noodles, the same race, but <laughs> it kind of isn't. But but it doesn't. It, it, similar, but it has similar. A, it opened its mouth wider. <laughs> so well, that, that that's cool so, something different um so yeah. this is i think is greaser's cantina on kobo this is like gonna be the main place you're gonna be traveling to it's like mm -hmm. um it so kobo is the main hub planet it's the big open world planet in the game right. and there's a section in this big open world called rambler's ranch or rambler's reach 
And that's where all the NPCs are. And inside that location is this cantina, which I think is Greaser's. Okay. And as you progress through the game, various parts of the cantina open up new areas for n- new reasons. I don't know. They just say it opens, it. things evolve. Like this planet evolves as you progress through the game. So, so like, uh, for example, there was one, uh, there's a building opposite this cantina. And in one gameplay clip, it's got like, uh, over the doors, it's got like loads of cloths. Like it, it, it's like shut down. But in another shot, it hasn't got them. So it's basically huh. saying like more parts, like the town evolves over time as you progress through the games. And it's basically ran by this group called the Bedlam Raiders who own a droid control ship and a droid army. So they they own this planet and we don't know who they are and why they're here, but they run this planet basically. Like they're just a faction that don't like the and, Empire. And they're friends um, with this guy because he's going to give them five. He's like, give me some five, friend, <laughs> right? He's, well, he's got four. So. Give me four. Give me four, homie. What he's <laughs> and saying right how many, there. Battle droids got like three fingers, I think. So, you know. Yeah. It, it and, and they're like, they're like, that's ableist. <laughs> but I think I, I want, I give, like, Cal's just sort of st- in, the, in the trailer. He's just like stood there. And I feel like he might be left over accidentally or something. Or like that, like that, like he's, it, he shouldn't be there because like, he should, it seems like this guy's probably going to be someone you want to help. Or, yeah, or he's maybe, like, maybe, just turned maybe he's up just and he doesn't. He, yeah, maybe he just was like, "What's going on here?" And he's like, looking looking at what's going on, and he's like, "Maybe he's going to help in a second. Yeah. Um, and then we switch to this new location with uh, basically the same shot as we got in the previous trailer, but this time the cross guard is activated, um, and the lightsaber is different to cows now. It was like cows with the cross guard, but now it's slightly different. So things have changed a little bit. But no idea who this is, and I think this might be. Um, the architecture looks similar to the moon that's above Kobo that they showed a bit of like it's basically where they've got loads of battle droids in there and stuff like that so I think this is going to be like a boss that's in there like I don't know what he is but uh, someone pointed out he looks kind of like the Luke Starkiller concept art Mm -hmm. a little bit he's got like the same he's got like a light lightsaber he's got like the mask and stuff like that so I don't know what he is but you know um, he's a vacuum man so I call him vacuum man (coughs) So that's a, a, a different location. Marin confirmed. So yeah, people were saying she, she's County not going to be in the game, but they were just saving her for a better trailer. Like, yeah. So yeah. she she's got new clothes. She's got magic. Um, in that and... book, in that book, she's all Cal. Look into the fire. You can get lost in the fire. And I'm like, what oh, she am says I that in the trailer. She's no, saying no. that in the trailer. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know what she's doing, but uh, she's she's back. <laughs> she got uh, the green magic and, coming off her fingertips. Yeah, and then we've got Coruscant again, uh, uh-huh. which looks great. And this is a police gunship. Now we got mm. some troopers in here. They got white shin pads, purple and blue, yellow. I don't know. Like you'd think maybe they're clones, but it's too it's too late for clones. So maybe they are like the security forces. Popo um, Dameron. Be- that's what we call him, Popo Dameron. <laughs> we we see Cal flying over Coruscant later in the trailer, so maybe like Cal's in there with them. Like this is like, they, like they're like, like undercover as like a police unit yeah, sort of thing. They, they beat up the police, took their outfits, and they're doing yeah. a secret mission. But it it looks fantastic. Like to that see does it. look pretty uh, good. Yeah, that almost so, looks as good as the Harry Potter game. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it looks as good as the Harry Potter game. So yeah, um, it definitely like 
I, I didn't, you know, you can see really far out into the distance. Like, I didn't think Coruscant was really going to, like, we was going to get a shot like this of Coruscant. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty happy with it. Um, Grease is back, as you'd expect. Uh, so I think this is his cantina. Like, this door is, like, really broken. So maybe, like, this is an indication of one of the areas that will be fixed up. Like, you'll be able to go in at some point. I don't know. It's a real shithole is what you're trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he wanted to cant... <laughs> I think he said in the Fallen Order, he wanted to be in the cantina. <laughs> He wants to own one. Oh. Um, so we've got a cool bar droid. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's inside yeah. the cantina. And then we've got a location. I don't know where it is, but it, it it's a really cool sequence. Um, is that Marvel like... keeps putting all that color in my Star Wars? I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. So it, like it, Geo Geonosis colors, right? Yeah, yeah. So like cows, like just walking, and then this thing just topples over and. Uh, like the description's pretty good. Uh, I know it's probably going to be like a it's a scripted sequence, but still, it, it yeah. definitely is a step up over the first game. Like with these sort of action sequences, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if this is the same planet. Like it's got it's like that seems like it's in like a sandstorm. This might be, uh, or it could it could also be Kobo. The reason being, the so a lot of people, including myself, like on my videos, were saying maybe this is the Trident Droid from uh, the Clone Wars. But I went through, uh, I went into Battlefront 2's files and got the model of the Trident droid. And the legs are quite thin. So the only thing this could be is like its body, like if it was like flipped and smashed into it. But mm. I've really gone through like side to side, look at the details. The paneling's completely different. Yeah. The color's the same, but I think this is the color scheme of the Bedlam Raiders. Like they paint all their stuff like this brown, right? And this uh, like cream color. So in the next shot, you can see like more structure. I feel like it's like a mining tool of some sort. Like, and they're really big. Like, they're much bigger than the Trident. So disappointing that they aren't using the Trident droid. But so these are smashing into this Maybe building. Maybe it's a super Trident droid. I mean, who knows? It could, it could be like they control a <laughs> droid core ship. So I, I, it's probably something separatist related, whatever. But yeah. um, something that most people have missed out. Marion's just ball running with Cal. Like you can see throughout this clip, she you can see her green trail. Yeah, uh, of magic. So, because I was like, wait, someone's fought like flying out of the hole, but no, she actually like ball runs across. So, what do you th- what do you think the, the the chances are that green magic smells like farts? <laughs> it pretty good chance. Smells like it, probably, it, it, like sulfur. it's physical, unlike the force. You can see, yeah, yeah, like sulfur. Got... A bit. <laughs> so well, you're um... only gonna get these takes from Azatru here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, as you can see, like it's not the trident droid it's huge like it's a big thing like it's i don't know what it yeah. is but it's pretty big um so even already like th- this sequence is so much bigger than the first game like the- you can see right into the distance things like that like the scale of it is definitely bigger so Merin's war running in front leading cow um and then we go back to kobo which has got some cool looking different architecture uh to the other places we've seen so far um we've got a haxian bruise bounty hunter Similar but what, to like what the is the planet game. called? What is the planet Kobo. called? Kobo. Kobo. Yeah. So you can be. So if if you're a cop from if you have the cop <laughs> costume from the other place, can you be Kobo cop? Uh, I mean, I feel like they probably <laughs> allow you to find. That's got to be a cosmetic, right? Drop it. I just want everyone to know they they think I'm the only one who does this on the show, Jason. Right? Oh yeah, like, well, <laughs> well, because he's presenting, yeah. I'm able to be the the idiot. It's great. It's great. Yeah. yeah, your turn, idiot. Come on. Keep talking, dummy. <laughs> Be like me. <laughs> so uh yeah, that's uh this looks uh 
So it basically shows how big Kobo is. Um, now, oh, something funny about that pose. So basically, you can see here this big beam of light, right? And I said mm -hmm. when I first came on when Jedi Survivor was announced on the cover art, Jewish space moon, lasers. I remember you said they were Jewish space, <laughs> and I said you no, can't say that. He didn't, true. he didn't say that. He didn't say that. No. Okay. All right. The um, the My cover art's got that broken moon, right? And then in the uh, steel book, it's got a big light in the sky. Well, the light in the sky is there, like, and then there's a beam. So something is really strange happening on this planet, like with big lasers and stuff. And then yeah. we get the money shot. Like this shows it finally, like properly. We've got laser down there and a laser up there, and this big structure and floating platforms, like. High see, up, the, the, look at, look at his legs. Miles. He's doing full risky business almost. almost <coughs> but see, this is what I'm talking about. Like the audience that Lucasfilm and them are going after with the movies and the series are growing up with these experiences. And then they get to the movie or the show, and it's like I, I actually held a lightsaber and stared at it. I, I turned it on. You're like, look at that, it's amazing. You're like, that's not gonna cut it. Like, it's not gonna cut it. <laughs> look at me. But I, I looked at it and I turned it on and the music, and it was important. Like that's you can, build your own, you can customize your own lightsaber. Like you can go that far, and do just do saying. Want. Like they, they really should just hire these video game fucks to be making some of these movies and stuff, right, Jason? Like some of these dudes up in there. The, the art, a lot of the same art people, or same people involved in. The yeah, I'm films. talking about the writers and directors. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, the well, that's cool. The, the, this game. So the first game, oh. I don't. We don't know about this game, but uh, they had a bunch of the Clone Wars writers write the first game. <laughs> Um, and then and they Maxie had like Big some people at, at respawn, like they had some like people that have been at respawn, like they worked on that, but it was mostly written by Clone Wars stuff. I assume it's probably like the same people, um, this time. Uh, another thing people have missed, yeah, that is a headhunter, said 95 headhunter, not an X Wing, huh. I don't think it doesn't look like yeah. X Wing. So, and it's also painted the Bedlam Raiders colors. So, not only are they so a few things to take away, the Empire, so they, just take every, they, they, they just take everything, yeah. So the Empire have found the planet, evidently, because there are TIE fighters. The Vulture droids are inside the core ship, so they're controlled by the Bedlam Raiders, and they've got some clones, uh, Republic stuff. So they aren't happy the Empire are coming to take their land, I suppose. Uh, and yeah. this is all happening. Like, I like, like you know, we've got a sky battle going on, but you're going to be flying. Like, uh, this creature here is one you're going to be able to, uh, like, just hold the legs of, and it'll Zelda. fly. Yeah, you just hold so. his fucking legs, and it's just like in real life, you just hold on to an eagle, and it will take you wherever you need to go. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've done that with cats before. You do it with cats too. I'm just waiting for some kid to try it. You know, like just oh. let go of the eagle. Like, like oh, it's that, that 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 one kid from Dumb and Dumber, Pretty Bird, yeah. Pretty Bird, does not want all right. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so th this, I think this like raises up and down. I don't know what it is, but it's uh, it's, it's like a opening there. It kind of looks like the core ship. So, so I thought it, it might have been at the time, but you know, it, it kind of reminds me of Doug Chang. No, Doug Chang did a book called Robata back in like with Orson Scott Card, like around the early two thousands. Yeah. It was uh, it was it was like this. It was interesting because it would like put cylindrical UFOs next to like colonial like like uh master and commander ships and stuff but there's this like the cover art had this like floating like a waterfall with a very similar <laughs> design in the center of it very 
Very interesting. Now that, stand, now that I think about it, Robata, go look at it, folks. You'll see what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So um, it has uh, a, it has like a laser thing on the top that it's firing. Yeah. Up so the... you'll see the one in the bottom uh, later on. So we get to see that. But so this was in. This is on the steelbook. It's in some of the other shots, like gameplay shots. So you could see this from the distance um, in various gameplay. But like this, is like the clearest look. But there yeah. is way more platforms. There's floating things and so yeah uh don't know what it is but it's something uh and then we finally get to see the high republic guy again oh um he's not he's... in white, white robes man that's not high republic that's not <laughs> that's i do not support this game so he he's pretty unhappy with cal he's like uh, what is this thing called stormtrooper helmet please explain me be frozen many years he, no? he's like what why have the Jedi failed? Like, I'm mad at the Jedi because they've allowed the Empire to take over. Like, he, he, he's angry at the Empire and he's angry at the uh, Jedi. So, he, he's, so he, he's been in a back to tank for like 100 odd years. So, it's like if you're saying it's like if Franklin D. Roosevelt was cloned, came back to life, and saw what modern Democrats have become, <coughs> and just start to. But- Cal should just be like, bitch, you were sleeping this whole time. Shut the fuck it's up. Like, it's, not, it's not Cal's fault either. He, he was a kid. Yeah. Like, he, I mean, he, you were the one who was died. sleeping, not letting all this happen, bro. <laughs> but, well, here's the thing. So in the original trailer, the uh, teaser trailer for the game, he's got a red lightsaber, he's missing an arm, and he attacks Cal. He's also in the back tank that Cal awakens him from. So Cal yeah. definitely awakens him. Some people speculating maybe he went a bit dark side. And he lost like his arm in a battle with like the Jedi, and they said so he was like, okay, we'll put him back to tank, and then they kind of forgot about him. And now Cal's like, oh, I I'll want to wake I up want... when you're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> and Cal's like looking for a friend, uh, and he finds him, and then he's like, actually, I'm kind of like for a friend. I, I, I'm angry. Cal. I hate the Jedi. I've been asleep for um, 200 years. I don't know anybody either. Want to hang out? <laughs> <laughs> so just say you Cal. Can... Right. You can see is the uh, is part of the High Republic because it's got the logo, and uh, that's his lightsaber. He's lightsaber. wearing a bikini. Yeah, he's got thigh thigh highs. What's he got? Is that his what legs. That thing? You're trying to pick, trying to get around, right, buddy. I'll pick you up. He's kind of blue. I think the back they got to him a bit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of blue. Look at me. <laughs> and then uh, in the same scene, Bode is there, his companion friend. What's his pantaloons? Um, and then Marion gets this cool sequence with a uh, stormtrooper where she's not using magic. She's using the force. Yeah, there's no farts on that. <laughs> so she's got a spear, um, which is cool. But she's definitely been training with Cow, it seems. So that's interesting. A night sister that's not just using <laughs> magic, but also. In force. the uh, book, some of the stuff that's like amusing is she talks, she's like killing stormtroopers and she's like, it's very satisfying <laughs> when she's murdering them. <laughs> That's so, what I said. Uh, it's more satisfying mm-hmm. to murder stormtroopers and battle droids. I'm telling. <laughs> well, you get to do both, Rob. So the game has it all. Uh, and then we get another look at this guy, the uh, Gandai. The, his name is Ravers. He's pretty angry coming out of the cantina. For all the people that complain about Rob Liefeld's shoulder <coughs> pads and pouches. Right? Yeah. Like... <laughs> right? Yeah. There you go. So, so this guy is the is the uh, same thing from the Gendy Tartakovsky yes. cartoon series. Dirge, of Wars, yeah. he, he's the same species. So okay. they made it very clear he wants to fight Cal, fights Cal, 
but has respect for Cal because he's lost his kind, just mm-hmm. like Cal has. And there's like they're both warriors. They're mutual. Like okay, it seems like they're probably gonna fight us like towards the start of the game, he's, whatever. But then he's fight like, or nah. fuck. That's what I always say. It's gonna be one of the two. <laughs> so I've he's always what's said that. his face from uh, from Ron Burgundy, right? I hate you, Ron Burgundy, but I respect you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, the, these guys can't die, basically. So that's why Cal can't beat him. So. And his blood tastes like Welch's. Welch's grape juice. I like Welch's grape juice. Uh, we get another look at uh, a Jedi um, chamber, which is uh, different to the other one that we've got. Some Got some sand, got some loads of gold stuff. So Yeah. Uh, these are going to be like the puzzle rooms. Um, it looks nice. Yeah, it's very different to the other game tombs, which is good. Like, I didn't want like a repeat of like the Zepho and Daphne tombs, but the, yeah, yeah, it still feels like the Zepho stuff, but it doesn't. It's not. A it's, yeah, you can. It's like all High Republic stuff, which mm-hmm. um, I think people will like because it's 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 very High, High Republic Zepho. Yeah, like and I, I, they've definitely made it clear, like uh, clearer to how to move the balls Art, and stuff. Art mm. Zepho, very nice. Art Zephyr, right. yeah. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> and then we get a look Ooh. at the beam on the floor. So, How many channels does that thing get, you think? <laughs> all the, so, it's all the porn, but it's scrambled. <laughs> but it's all scrambled porn. Like, that's it. Yeah. Just gets Disney Plus, actually. Okay. So <laughs> it's like, you got like, I don't know what it, it's just like some garden kind of thing. This so you, get, you can't go in there until you burn those vines away. Yeah, with the lightsaber. Um, but yeah, it's different architecture to the other stuff, and it's got a big laser beam at the top. Yeah. So, don't know what I, this. I, I kind of want to live in there. If I lived in Star Wars, I kind of want to want to live in that right there, the old tent. Another look at Coruscant, and this is probably in the gunship. Cal's uh, looking on. Um, so, yeah. Uh, right. Another look at Bode, his uh, friend, but this time on the Mantis, and we've got plants going on. Yeah. Um, uh, and then we also get some more gameplay clips of him and Bode together. So you're playing as Cal, but when you do stuff, Bode does stuff. So yeah, um, he's shooting and then Cal, like to weaken the droid, and then uh, so this looks like it's on Coruscant, I think, it, or or it might be it, it, the neon says Coruscant to me, but it also could be the um, this like the moon that the industrial yeah. Moon that, that 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 door in the far far end does kind of have the Coruscanti kind of like yeah it's like more this writing this graffiti stuff so yeah shut up Um, and then we get shot (laughs) so this is uh the crew's back together finally uh in the mantis now they've got a map of something and then there's like this big asteroid with that's where the Death Star is Death Star (laughs) two so. Too 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 early. Um, okay, too early, too early. But right. I I'm I, I'm like I'm confused as to like you know what's the significance about like doesn't this asteroid doesn't know? what's his name on the bottom there look a little bit like he's half ta- half Tauntaun like maybe his mom and a Tauntaun <laughs> got got busy. <laughs> I was yeah, I was think that when I look at him like like Yoda and a Tauntaun made this guy right. Uh, and then we get confirmation that Marin is going to be a companion character like Bode, so you're going to do stuff, and she's going to do stuff back, and it's a really cool uh, sequence. Like, So Cal strikes this scout trooper, and then she literally stabs him with her staff, 
uses yeah. the magic to flip him over. Right. Um, and it's pretty cool. So, yeah. yeah. So when you do when you do stuff, the AI will go into a move to complement it. Um, and then Cal just punches this rocket trooper. Like he right. just, just gets straight punches him in the helmet. Uh, which Stop is making fun of my beard! And then he punches him. Uh, the the helmets, if you can punch them, you can't punch the helmets. Should break your but uh, this this is just something really, you know, people won't care about, but I do as a Battlefront mm-hmm. player. But uh, so when Battlefront Two came See, out, they're gonna do this as a true like eight hundred times, and then watch Andor complain when people punch stormtroopers in the helmets. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I I just think this is so cool. Like, they're. They're literally taking off. He's just like, uh, you know, I'm punching yeah. him. But so basically, Battlefront 2 released with this trooper, right? But this trooper is different to the rocket trooper in Star Wars Rebels. The Which visor, Battlefront 2? Uh, the There's a few Battlefront 2s. Like, like, um, <laughs> the first Battlefront 2. The, the, the new one. The new one. All right. Okay. The, second, the, current, the, current, the current Battlefront I'm easily two, yeah. confused. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, but we've, uh, we've, all, part... we've canceled both Battlefront 3s, right? Like, yeah, right, Battlefront 3s. Battlefront 3 was canceled, like, yeah, more than twice. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Even okay. worse than that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the visor isn't connected, and the tubes don't go to the jetpack. In Star Rebels, they do that. In Battlefront 2, they weren't like that. And because people like made a point of it, eventually DICE, like, a year later, was like, okay, we'll, we'll fix it. So they actually brought in the Star Wars Rebels appearance, but live-action style. So they fixed it, they corrected it. This version is the old Battlefront version, which isn't correct. Okay. So and Kathleen they... Kennedy cancelled both Battlefront 3s, right? That was her, it was her yeah. idea. She okay. said they were written by okay. toddlers, and she cancelled Some people them. forget Battlefront 3 was cancelled, like, Three or four times before Disney bought LucasArts, but you know, you know how people are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was like, oh, and also the shoulder pads are different. They're regular Stormtrooper uh, shoulder pads. The actual ones are like smooth. They don't have the uh, and they have like the Imperial logo on. So they have the pole in there with the Imperial logo on, but this one's wrong. So inconsistency could be they, they could have made up a reason for it. But it it seems a bit strange considering like Battlefront went to the effort of like actually making like a a proper version that like with Lucasfilm because like the the Rebels one was like they they made sure it was like defined like they've got a commander version, a standard version, and then like a grey version. So this is like got the com- like the commander yellow, but also with the grey pauldron. So I don't know, maybe it, it's just inconsistent. Um, okay, but just something. Uh, Grease, he's got new clothes. He's got a Lando shirt. There. <laughs> he's happy running the uh, yeah, he and he's he's got, he, a, he's got a Lando shirt and a medallion, bro. Like, <laughs> this is I'm telling you right now, this is Larry from Three's Company. Yeah, what? So he's missing an arm. Uh, well, he, he's got a robot arm because in oh, the book yeah. he loses he loses an arm to the fifth brother apparently. Uh, so yeah, he he gets his arm back. Another one that loses on. Uh, I thought you didn't recognize in... him, right? That's true. <laughs> I've seen that joke today. Yeah. Uh, um, Sia here, she wants, according to the book, she wants to rebuild the Jedi Order traditionally and is wanting to build a Jedi library, archive stuff. Who want to steal kids the old fashioned way? Remember when we used to steal kids? <laughs> Miss that. She's, she looks steal like more. she's fucking gospeling as like that kid from Avatar The Last Airbender. Look at her. Yeah, a lot of people said it. Uh, she Are they? Looks like that. 
Yeah, yeah. But um, I so that's why she's Malaje, to be honest. No, so yeah, she's not. I'm gonna let you no. dig that hole, husband. <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> I think she looks like a respectable character, and I have nothing but praise to say. Like this is this is fantastic. So yeah, she's definitely got different uh, opinions, hence why they've split up. Um, and then to top off the trailer, we got a cool sequence in a very tight area with the mantis, a uh, cow, and BD One smashing into a tie fire and uh, blowing up. And uh, it looks pretty cool. So yeah, cool chase scene with the mantis always is good. And and that's the that's that's the trailer. So I don't know what else we'll get before the game comes out because it's out in just under six weeks. But really good trailer. Uh, million and a half views already in a day. Number one trending. When... People are excited. So wow, that's when good. are they going to meet up with the Lego race? As it's true, like <laughs> the little Lego people. Like that's a race, right? In Star Wars, the no, no, no. <laughs> Race no, is a, race is a construct. They really um, should make the Legos a race, don't you think? Like a whole species, like sort of Lego planet. Like, so this whole time you thought you thought it was a spoof, but they're real. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> Tyrant's all correction. People forget that Lucas Starts was a complete shit show multiple times over. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but people don't like the truth. They like what they've made up. For as a truth. truth. That's right, they, need, they don't like that they either. That's it. why they don't watch me. Like, yeah. you know, I've already seen like people like literally make videos about stuff in this trailer that's completely wrong. Yeah. Like, and and then everyone's like, you know, people people see the literally the thumbnail. They don't even click the video sometimes, and they'll be like, yeah, that, that, that that's that that's that's happening. It's like no, it's not. But um, I like that the uh the like red here, or, like the like fire, like like the 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 light and stuff. It does like like it reminds me of the Return of the Jedi um, art portfolio that came out for Return of the Jedi. That was some of it was Ralph McQuarrie, but it was like a bunch of art. But like for like the Return of the Jedi ships and stuff in space and the thing, it looks just like that. I like that they captured it. They captured yeah, this uh, whole, this whole sequence reminded me of the uh, the ending of Return of the Jedi because it's yeah, it, you know, it's very similar. But um, it's pretty cool. Like it's obviously a cut scene. Unless she, it's, maybe you'll be able to fly the mantis. I don't think you will be able to, but it, it it's it looks like a cool cutscene. Don't know where it is, but um, yeah, I think the game looks great. I know some people have said it looks too similar to the first game, but I think that's because the first game looked good, mm-hmm. um, especially on a high end PC. Like all the trailers were obviously done on that, but like it looked like I, I was going through the footage today of my uh, f- first Fallen Order playthrough because I needed some for the Ninth Sister stuff. And like that was on my old PC, and it's it looks like the cutscenes look pretty good for like for a game that came out a few years ago. Um, it, all they did was just make this make a sequel to this game and improve upon the issues people have with the first game. <laughs> and it doesn't look much different unless you look at the details. When you can clearly see, like I did a side by side of the Mantis, and the, I posted it on Twitter, and people re- realized how different it is. Like you think, oh, it's just the same ship. It is. But the material work, the lighting, is mm-hmm. far superior. Like I took, I, I'm I'm playing on ultra graphics, 3080, like best graphics you can for Fallen Order, compared to this shot of uh, the Mantis in um, the new trailer uh, 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 from a few weeks ago, and it's so much better. It's incredible. Like it's very subtle, but like the changes like the artistic changes like they've been able to it just looks like the first game looks good and then when you compare it, it looks flat 
Can, can, like, can like, anyone really tell the difference between a screenshot from Battlefront 1 and 2? Like, if you walk up to the average Star Wars <laughs> fan and you go, no, you can't. It, or Battlefront no. or Jedi Fallen Order, they wouldn't be able to tell you. It just looks like a Star Wars game. As long as it looks like a Star Wars game, you're going to go. The graphical fidelity, I mean, especially now in the 4K era, like, you're just not going to get giant differences short of dramatic lighting changes, which the, the console, they still haven't built a PS5, Xbox Series X only game from the ground up, right? It's still older generation architecture has been yeah. you know, uh, improved They upon, did say which... this allows for real-time lighting, which Fallen Order couldn't do. Um, like, they've been able to do stuff like... And the PS1 uh... could do that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 um, it could do clothes. The, it could do clothes. <laughs> the uh, the game director said the artists have been able to do stuff in this game that they definitely could not have done for the, like for Fallen Order. Like they've been able to do, like you said, it was like incredible stuff. Loot like. boxes and more. Well, <laughs> people also forget that they like gave us like like the upgrade on the on the Fallen Order, yeah, and stuff like that. And that's hey, what that's what really steps it up closer to this. And then they go, oh well, it looks looks the same, but it's like, well, you kind of did get a jump up, like that that kind of mitigated the gap a little bit, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like I said before, they used that as like a test bed to work on this game. Like there was like ray tracing was supposed to come to Fallen Order's next gen version, but it didn't because it was like the art was too different or whatever. So, but you're getting that with this. Thanks, game. Obama. Like, it's going to be a mode with it. Yeah. Um, but to go back to like Battlefront, like people forget Battlefront 2015 came out in 2015, and it looks better than most games that come out today. Like yeah. it's le- top level, and it's because it had great art direction. Like the art director did a phenomenal job. Like the lighting is fantastic, and the material work, everything. Like the reason why it downgraded in some aspects to Battlefront 2, it, basically the resolution of like the textures and things like that was so big in the first game um, because they didn't have a lot of content. Like they didn't, they they only they could just go all out. So some stuff looks worse in Battlefront too. Like for example, like Princess Leia's half appearance is actually like half the resolution because yeah. they have so much more content that the consoles limited them. Like they only had eight, like less than eight gigs of RAM. Um, but like that, that's what I heard from like one of the, I think the design director explained it, it was like. They had to re- reduce the quality of some stuff. So Battlefront 2015 still looks incredible. Like on the not on the consoles so much, but like on a PC, I, it's real. I, I have to go. It's my daughter's out of school now. I apologize, but we got time, got lost track of time. <clears throat> but so that's code for to, go pick up Lindelof, right? You that's, tell him I said that's hi, code buddy. for go pick up Penny, or she's gonna get mad at me all night. She'll just want to stop talking about it. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Everybody, thank you guys for for, for hanging out with me. Mando's today. tomorrow. Bad Bashes tomorrow. Ma- Mando, time. yeah, I'm staying up tonight to watch Mando. Then we're gonna, we're gonna talk about it tomorrow. As a true, you're always welcome. Welcome, come on whenever you feel like it. And Mister Mister Bespin, thanks for hanging out with me like half the day today. Um, yeah, it's been literally like half the day. Yeah, <laughs> it has. I'm sure and, we'll be on Fortnite in a bit as well. So that's the plan, Stan. All right, all right, guys. I'll see everybody in, in a bit. Th- thank you, As the Truth, for showing, taking all the screenshots and stuff, man. I appreciate it a lot. No problem. Bye, Rob. Later, Gators. See ya. Bye, bye.